0: Spring is my favorite time to start a new workout routine. With the weather warming up, it feels easier to get into the rhythm of things. Whether you have 20 minutes or an hour for a Pilates class or outdoor guided walk, Peloton has everything you need to help you get going. Get a head start on summer with Peloton at OnePeloton.com. Greetings and salutations. Thank you for lending an ear to the voice of the times for Monday, October 23rd, 2023 for today's editorial. Abuse, exploitation still stalk OFWs in the Middle East. The recent trip of President Ferdinand Marcos Jr. to Riyadh, Saudi Arabia, to participate in the ASEAN Gulf Cooperation Council summit has allowed him to thresh out long-standing issues involving overseas Filipino workers in the Middle East. Speaking at the sidelines of the summit, the President touched on two particularly sensitive concerns the payment of back salaries to about 10,000 Filipinos who lost their jobs in Saudi Arabia and the Philippines labor deployment row with Kuwait. The Filipino workers in Saudi were employed in companies that went bankrupt starting in 2015 and during the COVID pandemic. Manila had been pressing Riyadh to compel the shuttered firms to settle the OFW's back pay with little success. That is, until last year when the Saudi government announced it would start processing the unpaid claims, setting aside 2 billion reals to compensate the displaced workers. The president said Riyadh has finished cleaning up the list of claimants, and we are just waiting for the details to be worked out. I know for a fact that they will be paid. It's just a question of when, he said. The long-running dispute with Kuwait is more complicated. In 2018, the body of a Filipino housemaid, Joanna Demophilus, was found stuffed inside a freezer in the abandoned apartment of her employer in Kuwait City. Kuwaiti authorities said Demophilus had been dead for a year. In 2019, another Filipino maid, Jean-Lynn Villavende, was killed after being tortured and sexually abused by her Kuwaiti employer. The killings prompted then-president Rodrigo Duterte to impose bans on the sending of OFWs to Kuwait. The bans were eventually lifted but reports of the maltreatment of Filipino workers continued. Last January, Filipino domestic worker Jelabi Ranara was found dead in the Kuwait desert. She had been raped and murdered before her body was set on fire. The teenage son of her employer was arrested and sentenced to 15 years for the crime. In a sharp response to the incident, the Philippines blocked the sending of first-time OFWs to Kuwait. Not long after, Kuwait stopped issuing new entry visas for all Filipinos except those with residency papers, saying the Philippines had violated labor agreements by setting up a shelter for runaway Filipino domestic workers and directly engaging with Kuwaiti employers over reports of abuses. The two countries have been in a standoff since. But in Riyadh last week, President Marcos said he met with Kuwaiti Crown Prince Sheikh Mishal al ahmad al-Jaber al-Sabah, and they decided to resume the deployment of Filipinos to Kuwait. The Kuwaiti leader was very effusive, saying that we should remove all of those problems and continue as what we have done before, Marcos said but did not specify when the ban would be lifted. The president's pronouncements come at a time when a cloud of uncertainty hangs over the Middle East. The fighting between Israel and the Palestinian militant group Hamas shows signs of escalating, sparking fears that the conflict could engulf the entire region. Close to two million Filipinos work and live in the Middle East, and the rumblings of war have only added to the social and economic pressures many of them are already experiencing. They are vulnerable to abuse and discrimination and are subject to oppressive laws as foreign workers. In 2020 alone, Philippine overseas labor offices in the region reported 4,302 cases of maltreatment among OFWs, including 209 cases of sexual abuse and 31 cases of rape. Foreign Affairs Under Secretary Sarah Lou Ariola said domestic workers are usually not covered by labor laws in Middle Eastern countries. We cannot control the culture, Ariola told a Senate hearing in 2021. The kafala system, which has been in place in most of the Gulf states for decades, forbids workers from changing employers and has spawned exploitation and slave like conditions. Some countries like Saudi Arabia have adopted reforms, but they still do not encompass household service workers. Ariola said, The government must continue to protect the welfare of our migrant workers, particularly those in countries where their rights and safety are not adequately guaranteed. Our longest trusted English newspaper since 1898. Now available digitally. Computer, order the Manila Times Digital Edition. Subscribed.